Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Rick Skinner, Chief Information and Technology Officer at UVA Health System. In this segment, Skinner talks about the standardized system of reporting in Canada, what he learned implementing an EMR for the Department of Defense, and why he wanted to return to the front lines of health IT. Another thing I wanted to, to talk a little bit about was your role of Chief Information and Technology Officer and uh, w what exactly that title in, entails, having the, uh, it, whether that's like actually a dual role or if that just sums up, uh, you know, basically your role. I don't know who created the title, to be honest, but it, it actually is not a bad title because it emphasizes both the information and the technology management aspects of my role. And the reason why that's uh, germane is my accountabilities include uh, IT, project management office, systems engineering, clinical engineering, so all of the medical technology uh, in, in the institution, and uh, health information management or medical records. So, in essence, I'm accountable for all the information and all the technology, regardless of which flavor of each uh, you're talking about. Right. Okay. Now, um, you had mentioned before that uh, you were in Canada at the uh, Cancer Center Ontario, correct? Yes, Cancer Care Ontario, uh, which... As you probably know, in Canada, the health system is organized on a provincial basis. It's a single-payer uh, um, province-sponsored or government-sponsored health system. And in Ontario, the responsibility or accountability for managing chronic disease, in particular cancer, chronic kidney disease, and others, rests with this agency of the provincial government. Uh, and you can think of it as a, uh, I guess, a specialty insurance company or a specialty ACO in that uh, this agency was responsible for paying for uh, chronic disease services, so paying hospitals and other uh, uh, physicians and so forth. Um, but more importantly, and different from a traditional insurance function in the United States, it was responsible for setting all of the performance standards uh, for uh, the uh, provision of those services. So whether it was uh, percentage of time a surgeon should leave clear margins after a prostatectomy to uh, um, radiation intensity for radiation oncology, there's a whole host of uh, performance measures that this uh, agency, uh, one, established and then monitored uh, over a, a province of 13 million with 160-some-odd hospitals and 20-some-odd thousand physicians. So I imagine that was a, it was an interesting transition then going back to, uh, you know, the U.S. health system um, as far as some of the differences in terms of, um, Things like uh, data ownership. Um, did did you run into any anything with that? Well, actually, the uh, uh, the difference is striking. Uh, not just in the in the payment model, but in the um, the technology approach. 
so my take uh, on the uh, the evolving U.S. model or U.S. healthcare organization model is, um, in essence, well, okay, we can't make all of these things work together. So let's just make a pick a platform, and we'll all uh, be on that platform. And that way we can achieve the, the standardization uh, that we're uh, interested in. The Canadian model, or at least in Ontario, uh, was you can be on whatever platform you want, hospital, doctor, et cetera. But because we're paying you, you are uh, accountable for reporting in a particular format electronically a, a certain set of uh, performance measures. Um, and so we were able to centrally, um, within the, the or for the province, for instance, run a cancer screening program that uh, knew every resident in the province, knew whether they had had an FOBT test or a colonoscopy and whether that was positive or negative, knew whether their doctor, well, first of all, knew who their doctor was, secondly, whether their doctor had followed up on that test, uh, and so on and so forth, not because we had a standard set of laboratory or pathology systems, but rather we had uh, engineered a standard way to collect information from all of them. That's really interesting. I can imagine uh, some of the, the, the benefits they, that we could have if we had a similar system here, but I guess there's a lot of factors that come into play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, wouldn't dare wade into uh, which system is better. Uh, it kind of all depends upon uh, where you sit. Right. Absolutely. Now, I noticed uh, just from LinkedIn that, that you've had, um, you know, Varied experience, um, time in consulting and CIO for uh, at Providence Health, which is uh, you know a very large organization, and also had had time in the Army. And it's it's interesting to me to learn about um, you know how how people kind of uh, came to the CIO position and and how some of these experiences uh, helped to shape that role for you. And so I just wanted to to talk talk a little bit about. How, how those past experiences, how you benefit from them in your role today? Yeah, it, um, you know, I'm not sure I could uh, point to all the influences and, uh, and how they've come together, but uh, a couple thoughts. Um, one, uh, during the latter stages of my career in the, in the Army, when I was finished with running around in the jungle and that kind of stuff, um, it's how I got into uh, healthcare IT through the Department of Defense's uh, electronic medical record system, used to be called CHCS, um, and um, it, implementing that, and then subsequently being the uh, the CIO for a, a region that uh, used that particular system uh, in its hospitals, and that gave me the. Um, I guess the vision for how it could be, uh, even 20 years ago, uh, on the island of Oahu, you could go to your primary care doctor in a uh, on a Marine facility, Marine Corps base on the uh, east side of the island, um, go to an Army hospital in the center of the island in the afternoon, 
and go to an Air Force facility in the southern part of the island to pick up your prescriptions uh, that, that later that afternoon. It was all one record, uh, all one set of documentation, all electronic. Uh, and so that gave me the kind of um, perspective and the vision for this is how it ought to work in the future. Now, right. it's been a long time coming uh, uh, in uh, the rest of healthcare, but we're getting there. Then I guess a couple other thoughts. Uh, it with Providence, the I experienced the one, the wave of managed care on the West Coast, which uh, in the 90s, which is very similar to what we're starting to experience with ACOs. Hopefully, ACOs will go a bit better. Um, and secondly, the coming together of a health system, which is going on all over the country as health systems consolidate and as they consolidate trying to figure out who does what, how does governance work, and the, those kinds of issues. So I went through that with uh, Providence. Then at uh, First Consulting Group, I had an interesting job uh, running the outsourcing business uh, for First Consulting, which was my introduction to the use of offshore resources. We had people in uh, uh, Vietnam and uh, India. And so um, being able to use uh, those resources, some very smart, passionate people, uh, to help our clients in the U.S. was uh, a learning experience. And then, um, obviously, I've talked a bit about my time in Canada, uh, which was also uh, uh, formative in that in a lot of ways, the single-payer or jurisdictional health systems that exist in almost the rest of the world outside of the United States, uh, we're starting to move down that path. Whether we'll ever get all the way down there, who knows, but a lot of the population health kinds of thinking that we're now experiencing in the U.S. grew out of things that uh, the National Health Service in uh, Great Britain uh, does, Singapore, Australia. So um, we're starting to learn that there are other practices in other parts of the world that might be useful here. Right. That's really interesting that, you know, you have all these different experiences and you, you kind of gain things along the way and, now, you had mentioned that uh, one of the reasons that you came to uh, UVA was uh, for work in analytics, and um, you've been there, what, about a year or so? About a year and a half. year and a half, okay. Was it, was it a good transition as far as uh, going, moving to uh, Virginia? Well, the winters are certainly a lot better than in Toronto, I have to say that, um, even though I'm a big skier, but um, anyway... <laughs> One, the the community here is lovely, uh, and it's not a travel log, so I won't go into that, but it's a great place to live. Um, mm -hmm. But secondly, my goal in, in coming to uh, the University of Virginia Health System was that um, I wanted to return to kind of the frontline support, information and technology support uh, in healthcare. So, I mean, just this morning, I've been up in the OR uh, for a while, in a clinic for a while, in a senior executive meeting. So I wanted to uh, return to a place where my discipline, information and technology, 
could really make a difference in the, again, frontline provision of healthcare. And uh, uh, I don't know if I've made the difference or not, but certainly there's the opportunity here to do that. All right. Um, well, I know we've uh, we've touched on, on a lot of the uh, things you're working on. Um, I don't know if there was anything else uh, you wanted to touch on, but I definitely would like to check back with you down the road and talk about, uh, you know, the analytics and, and everything that, that you have going on. Sure, that would be be great. Uh, hopefully I'll have uh, some updates for you. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak with me. Really appreciate it. And um sounds like, yep, you have a lot of interesting things going on down there. Well, it's a great place to work and uh, certainly no end of uh, uh, good opportunities. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, and I hope to speak with you again. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.